what I've done and created is with the team is making sure that when they go on these breaks, it's about, okay, reflecting on what you've done because a lot of people don't give themselves any acknowledgement of the achievements that they've done in that time either. So it's about sitting back, reflecting and, you know, going over what they've achieved and going, well, look at that. You've actually written this down and you've achieved that. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers and leaders. We're proud to present Courageous Conversations, a podcast series focusing on the tough decisions people have made to put themselves on a pathway to success. This episode is brought to you by Connect Now, who makes the business of moving easier for both you and your clients. For more information, visit connectnow.com.au. Please welcome your host, Leanne Pilkington. Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkington with you for the latest edition of Courageous Conversations and I'm very excited to be chatting to my old friend Johnny Warren. How are you, Johnny? Very well, thank you, Leanne. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, going really well. It's been a long time. You and I used to work together quite some time ago. We did. And since then, you have gone out on your own. When did you start your own business? So I kick-started a business in March 21, so two, okay, just over so two years long. now. Yeah, fantastic. How's it going? Really good. So, you know, over the, the two odd years that we've been here and, uh, you know, started the business, we've now got 13 staff and four agents oh, working. I know. But we've built a, a really good culture. And as you know, Leanne, I'm a little bit different and quirky. And yes, you are. I wanted to put that into business and about, you know, helping families out and telling their story and just being a part of it. Okay. There's lots of questions from that. Firstly, how on earth did you attract 13 team members in such a short period of time? That's significant growth. Yes, great question. I still sit back sometimes and scratch my head. And look, I think it's about building relationships and understanding, you know, the goals and what our other staff want to achieve individually as well. So I built a lot of relationships and getting to know what their needs were and how I could actually help them. One, to build wealth and have a beautiful lifestyle in regards to having balance. So one big key thing with our business is it's about life balance. Yes, work is a priority, but also, you know, family's a big priority. And if we got those things right, then we're going to get our best out of ourselves. So how do you actually, because it's a massive question, that whole work-life balance concept. Do you do property management as well as sales? Yeah, we do. So... How do you actually make that work for your people? So what we do is we work six weeks, so Monday to Saturday, and then what we do is I tell the team and we work out, okay, so you work your six weeks, your Monday to Saturday, and then you have five days off. Now, it's not about going away and partying up and doing what you do when you go on a holiday, have a few cheeky drinks and enjoy yourself. It's about sitting down, reflecting, and also being with your loved ones and your family as well. And just making sure that everyone's on the same page, you know, because as you know, Leanne, real estate does take up a lot of time and it's not your nine till five, it's after hours as well. So what I've done and created is with the team is making sure that when they go on these breaks, it's about, okay, you know, reflecting on what you've done, because a lot of people don't give themselves any acknowledgement of the achievements that they've done in that time either. So it's about sitting back, reflecting and, you know, going over what they've achieved and going, well, look at that. You've actually written this down and you've achieved that. And going, okay, what did I do wrong in life and family and 
You know, we talk about our wins and our challenges every Monday. We sit down and have a chat about, you know, what we won, what we took out for a win for the week or a challenge. And one of my challenges last week was in the office at seven. And, you know, I was working a lot of late nights, finishing at nine. And my challenge was switching off and being, you know, a good dad and stepfather as well and being a good husband. So, you know, it's about sitting back, reflecting, recharging the batteries, and then we go again. And so do you sit your team down when they join you and have those conversations around, okay, this is what I expect you to do in the five days that you're off. This is what I want from you, yeah? Yeah, so and to answer the question on how I got all the staff to join our family business was even before they even joined, it's like, what are you doing? What's your week look like? Have you planned, you know, Dr. Fred's amazing, you know, you've got to plan holidays and activities of things that you enjoy to do even during the week. And we nut out what every individual does and then we go, okay, so let's focus on these things. You know, you want to do more family. This is how you got to do it. So we sit down when they first start and then we map out their whole six weeks, you know, what's required within those six weeks. What are you got to do to get presents, suburbs that you're going to work on? phone calls that you're making each week, then we start going, okay, now I want you to start thinking about what you're going to do with the family when you have that five days off to recharge. You know, you're going to go down the coast and spend some time with them. Are you going to go pick them up, take them to school sports, things like that. How do you manage the open homes and stuff on the weekends when the people are not there? Yeah, so the way that we've structured it is that's Monday to Friday. Okay. And so they're back on a Saturday. Now, if they do want a Saturday off, you know, we've got the team to cover it now. My wife's joined the business as well. We've got other agents that can just take over. And the way that we've set up everything when people are away and, you know, I've just had an agent away for five weeks, it's about making sure that we're all apart on the same page as a team with over-communicating what's happening with everyone's listings. So when the time comes, if they're not there on a Saturday, we know exactly who to talk to, we go through all our notes. And, you know, we're on the same page. If buyers come through on that, we're a whole team, which is the best part about what we've created within the business. Yeah, absolutely. And are you actively listing and selling? Yes, I love it. I would like to eventually slow down on that front to be more of a dad and a husband for the weekends. But to be honest, Leanne, I don't know what I'd do on a weekend if I wasn't doing open homes and, you know, dealing with clients I love going into doors and speaking with families and just having those authentic conversations with people. But we're building the team up and, we, you know, we're constantly training and doing fun things to evolve, but also not thinking about the money aspect. A lot of agents, and as you know, it's all about, you know, money, 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 money. Well, with us, it's about helping our clients first. And if you do right by people, then you'll be rewarded from the efforts and what we did behind the scenes for, for our clients. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's one of the reasons I was so keen to talk to you because I, I read a story about some assistance you provided for yes. one of your clients who was escaping a domestic violence situation. Do you want mm-hmm. to talk to me through going to that house, seeing the state the house was in and, and what you guys did from there? Yeah, so everyone in the industry deals with these scenarios and Our initial phone call that we had with our clients, you know, she was very stressed and she was pretty open and upfront with what had happened, but she needed someone there that was going to be able to listen to her 
and, you know, explain, you know, what exactly what she went through and the scenario that she's, um, you know, dealing with at that current time. So after the conversation, we went out to the property and it was hard as a male because we walked in there and, of course, the situation that she was in, it was, you know, she didn't have that trust because of the situation that she went through. And after getting and just asking her questions, you know, okay, so, you know, what's most important to you? And, you know, with the scenario, with the situation that we're dealing with, who do we talk to? Where are you going? You know, what's most important to you? You know, with the outcome, what will it mean with the sale of this property, you know, to help you move on? And she was just blown away. Like, she didn't say yes straight away, but it was just about building that rapport and relationship with her. And when we went through the property, it was quite an eye-opener. You know, I've been through some pretty nasty homes and I love renovating homes and helping our clients maximize their sale price. But, you know, you could just tell it was holes in the walls. The bathroom was inhabitable. You know, carpets were torn up. There was like a tip out the front and back. And, you know, she was quite ashamed of what she went through. And, you know, we didn't let that get to us and use that and judge her. We were just there for her. It's really, I mean, it was traumatic what she's been through, but it's also embarrassing to have other people see the way that she's been forced to live, right? Yes. And that was one of the things. So when we left, she called us up the next day and, you know, we suggested that we needed to to do a fair bit of work for improvements, but, you know, she didn't have the funds. Everything was tied up in litigations and, you know, an AVO out on her ex-partner and, you know, like things were tied up in court. So she had no money to actually make those improvements. And I suggested to her, look, we really need to help you. One of the big things when we're sitting down talking to her was that she needed the best price so she can move forward with her two children. So, you know, we suggested, look, let's get some quotes done on the property and then we'll sit down and work out what's worth spending, what's not worth spending. And then, you know, that's going to help her um, get the best possible outcome at the end of the day. So the hardest thing was, as I said, she didn't have the money. So we actually said as a company and, you know, we've got, you know, another third party that we can actually help fund this business for you. So we actually covered it until settlement time. Yeah. Now, the quotes with style and everything, marketing was $46,000. Yeah. And, you know, when we said we we're going to cover it for her, the, just the tears, the overwhelming of like joy and everything that happened in the past, she's like, okay, something's actually working for me right now. Yeah. And we did this before she even said yes over the phone. Like we had guys straight out there, you know, giving quotes and going, okay, we need to get this on the market because we were had a time sensitive. Like our time was we needed to get this out on the market within three weeks. Yeah. So anyway, that's the whole thing of just going above and beyond for our clients is forget about what it looks like and everything like that. It's about the situation that we're dealt with. And these are people that they didn't expect to be in these situations. And to be there and help. And a big credit to Sean, who was my sales associate. He's now an agent within the company. You know, we got all this work done. And through that process, Leanne, Sean's out there mowing the lawns, doing the weeding, trimming the garden, like making sure that everything was perfect for our client because we knew as a team how important it was to get a great outcome for her so she could just move on. Yeah, that's fantastic that everybody's so invested in getting the outcome. And that's, as you said before, it's not about the money, but when you are that focused on getting the best outcome, the money actually does follow. 
It does. Yeah. And that's the philosophy that we have. And we still talk to her now like the when we got it sold, like we sold it just prior to auction. And, you know, the price that we got compared to what it was worth initially, you know, we probably made her 150000 on top. Yeah, I'll bet. And, you know, she's just like, you've helped me get a, you know, I'm looking for a new house now, you know, Betty and everything for the kids. Like, you know, we've still got constant communication and Sean has built an amazing relationship with our client as well. And it's just the gratitude. And I think yeah. when you do something good by your clients or whoever it is, it doesn't have to be business. It can be personal as well. It just makes you feel good about yourself because you give back. Yeah. And the rest of the team, you're living the values that you sort of share with the team. They can actually see that you're prepared to put the money where those values are. Yeah. And that gives yeah. them a lot of confidence in the business that they're working for. Correct. Yeah. yeah. They're the people that we look for. And as you know, operating a big franchise and business yourself, Leanne, like, you know, you get a very big range of different types of characters that join the business. And we've gone through some staff over the last two and a bit years to get to where we are now. But I wouldn't say they were mistakes. I would say that they're learning curves. And it makes us more aware of the people that we want in our business to live those values as well. Yeah. Amazing. And so what's next for the business? So I'm just going to focus on the people that we've got now. I think over the last two odd years that we've had the business, like we have had a massive amount of growth and, you know, that... You've got a lot of sell-by signs behind you. Yeah, nice branding, love. Yes. How many salespeople (laughs) have you got? So we've got... No, so I've got Tim and Tara and Yas as well. I actually don't have their... I've got no room on my wall. No room on the wall. Yeah, so we've got nine sales staff and I'm That's just blessed. phenomenal in that period of time, Johnny. Honestly, you should be really proud of yourself. Yeah, so it was so funny. It's only happened the last, I'd say, eight months, nine months. You know, people are starting to recognise that we're, you know, a beautiful little family business and we care for our staff and, you know, we set up really good incentives for them. And it's the last eight months that has really just taken off and, like, geez, and I've been, you know, as you can see, the market has softened here and you get all these overheads. You're like, oh, my, oh my God, God, what am I going to do? But, you know, we got through it. So Yeah, well, if I think back when you and I were working together, you were a fairly young sales guy. And as you previously said, a little bit quirky. You didn't necessarily run to the beat of the drum of those who were in charge at the time, right? Yeah, I was a young bull. You were a young bull. How did you manage to turn that into what you've created? So I've put a lot of work in the background, Leanne. And what kind of work? So over the last three years, well, four years, I, well, firstly is I've got a coach, Claudio and Cena. Oh, Claudio. I've done a lot of personal improvement. So I've got a life coach, a business coach, and I've got a breathwork coach as well. So over the last three to four years, you know, I've really started to hone in on the things that were, as you said, young bullish and, you know, I needed to mature at some point of time. And, you know, if we look back 11 years ago when I was homeless in Perth and my mum was dying of cancer and, you know, I didn't really live my 20s because I was, you know, off the rails and mum come and found me and, you know, gave me that opportunity to, one is to come home and care for her which I lost contact with them because when you go on the wrong path, you know, all the family sort of 
detach from me and I sort of detach from them because you do the wrong things. And, you know, she came and found me and said, Johnny, like I'm dying of cancer. I'm going to give you two options. You can come home and care for me or you can stay on the journey that you're on, but you won't have a mum because I need to live the rest of my life happy. So I did the right thing. I said, no, mum, I'm coming home, you know. So that was one start of my change. And that's when you see me, I was a young bull. I was, you know, addicted to drugs and all those other things and just sort of was wasting my life. And mum passed away six months when I started in the industry. And, you know, I remember when I told her I was going to be a real estate agent, she was just, she was little. And she said to me, you know, I always knew you'd be a real estate agent, but just remember to treat others how you'd want your mother to be treated. And everyone has a story to where they've got to. And, you know, people put a lot of sacrifice into buying a house and it's one of their largest investments. So just remember that. So fast forward the eight years, obviously left a larger business that I was with and went to a small boutique company. And, you know, I was there for five months and, you know, I sort of got a gauge for, you know, what they do as a small business. I went, you know what, I can do this. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't very long that you were with the other business, right? No, I was there for five, six months. And, you know, that was the hardest thing because I had the life coach, my breath work coach. You know, the breath work is about getting that underlying things of trauma from when you were a kid or things that I went through when I was in Perth, when I was addicted to drugs and, you know, just off the rails. So, you know, I had to get through a lot of stuff to then move forward. And by that stage, when I was with that smaller business, there was a massive change in my thinking and how one is how I wanted to be perceived as a real estate agent. And as a leader in the industry with, you know, all our peers that we've got now and other people that I deal with all the time around Canberra. And so by that stage, I was doing a lot of breath work and, you know, I changed my whole focus just changed of, okay, I've now done that. Now I've got to actually start living my life and just enjoying it and start to build a beautiful little business and have great people around me working as well. And so how was that transition from, you know, five or six months with a small business and then all of a sudden, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it on my own. How did you manage that transition? That was tough. That was tough. Like I had Tony Rowe, God bless him. Uh, He helped me. You know, I had so many questions and he like helped me and guided me through. One is to get the license and fair trade in, access Canberra and what I had to do to set up a business. And the hardest thing was for me is my wife, It was the small business I was with was her family business. It was her identical twins business that they started. And the hardest thing for me was to actually let her know that, hey, I'm I'm leaving. And we just started dating then too. So like, I'm leaving your family business. I'm going to start my own. But she just cuddled me and she's like, you've got this, you know. So I had the support from my wife now. She's my wife. And the first six months, that was when COVID hit too. So It was just like, what have I done? How am I going to get through this? But it was actually, you know, the doors opened. Mum was upstairs. She was looking after us. And as you know, COVID, when it hit, market just went ridiculous. So we did exceptionally well in our first 12 months. And that's how we've expanded. And, you know, I've got a chairman of the business as well who runs and creates multiple businesses and runs different operations. So I've got people around me that, guide me every day and you know that I can talk to about problems or anything like that now but at the start it was a journey yeah such a fantastic story mm, well done you. you deserve to be incredibly proud of what you've achieved 
I am. I am. I've got, I wasn't going to show up, but I've got, like when mum passed away, she wrote a note, a letter for us, and my wife framed it for me. So every morning I walk in and, and read this. Like I didn't get to read this until she passed away. And it took me five years, Leanne, to actually read this letter. I'm sure. So, yeah, it's just people change, but you've got to put in work and there's a lot of things that you have to get through to, to get to the other side. And I constantly still work on myself today. Fantastic to see how far you've come. I've got a quote that's on my computer that says, it's not about what you've done, it's about what you do next. Correct. And so, you know, I've done lots of stuff that I'm proud of in my career and that's all well and good, but that's back there, right? It's yeah. about what I do moving forward. And for you, all of those years ago, it didn't matter that you were homeless and all the struggles that you had because that was in the past and it was what you yeah. chose next and you surrounded yourself with great people and made some incredible decisions yeah and that's what i tell part of our induction i tell all the staff the story what happened our values of what we want to do as a business and you know having my wife a part of the team now it really helps because she's people and culture and she's just an absolutely beautiful soul i think myself every day that like how do you know me i was like she knows everything about me and my past and, you know, she accepted that, but she's seen the work that I put in and I'm just super grateful to, to have the people around me. And, you know, I've had to let go of a lot of bad people as well in my life and that were good friends and I've had to cut them out because they weren't the right people. So, no, I appreciate it and I was really excited when you reached out to me. I was like, look, the Ed's reached out to me. So I was happy. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to reach out again because this is a really good story and we need to share it with more people. So I'm not sure what that looks like yet, but don't you worry. You will be hearing from me again. That'd be good. I can't wait to see you at an awards because what you wear, I, I'm always blown away with your taste and oh, yes. I love it. I brought out the sequence for you today too. So. <laughs> So, no, but thank you very much. And, you know, for what's next, I'm going to focus on my people and focus on me and watch them flourish. That's what I want. You know, Fantastic. so I want the best out of them. Well, I will be very excited to see where you take this because it's just such a great story. And thank you so much for being so open to sharing it. Oh, thanks, Leanne. I wasn't going to, but I was like, ah, bugger it. You may as well. Why not? Absolutely. It's awesome. Be your true authentic well self. So, okay. Well, thanks, Leanne. Thanks. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Courageous Conversations with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agency's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.